the college football experience week 10, 2023 preview and draft episode on the sports gambling podcast networks brought to you by edge boost edge boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sports slash edge to get started today. And remember as always folks to let it ride. Hey, what's up you degenerate gamblers. This is bill Burr and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. This is our week 10 episode and folks, we are just a few days away from dropping episodes, a solo podcast for all 133 teams in all of college football. We've been doing this shit for years. So subscribe, tell a friend and turn that down. Uh, Look, uh, if you're wondering just who the hell you're listening to, my name is Colby swinging database, Dan, AKA pick. Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would have killed a normal man, but nah. Now that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was it was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. Um, Trying to get our two boys ready to carry them to the golf tournament for practice, right? <laughs> Twelve cats live across the road. Our door's open. Screen's broke. We need to get a new screen door, but the screen's broke. <laughs> so you can come in through the screen, but you can't get back out of it. I turn and look, there's a little kitty cat in our in our kitchen. So I said, what are you doing in here, little kitty cat? By that time, <laughs> the cat turns, tries to get back out. That screen won't go that way. Cat starts going, all crazy. And I told our players, we need more dogs. Bo's barking in the back. I have to go shut Bo up. Mel's like, what's going on? I said, it's a cat in the house. Cat in the house? I said, yeah, there's a cat in the house. So I told our players, I tried to let it out the front door. The cat's still going crazy in there. And I told our players, you need to be more like a dog. We don't need a bunch of cats in here yeah, looking in the mirror. Do I look good? I got my extra bands on. I got my other shoes on. Be a dog. We don't Classic. Need no we don't need no cats. We need more dogs. We need more dogs, baby. And the dogs will be barking. I like to think we're a couple of dogs. 133 teams, 133 podcasts. And that doesn't even account for what we're doing here. <laughs> oh, I think you still haven't go. introduced yourself at this point. I think that was the I longest. I said I picked Dundee. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I fucking picked Dundee. All right. And you I, know David Bennett. Is that yeah. his name, I think? Yeah. Yeah, David Bennett. And look, I learned something new when I was talking to, shout out to our guy, College Football Campus Tour, AKA Michael Barker. I did not know that Brooks Stadium is named after the creator of Hooters. Oh. <laughs> you don't say. Yes, I think. They might be the greatest team ever. I I, I think they might. <laughs> Look, I'm, I love East Carolina. We can't compete like that. You know what I, I mean? mean? Hooters and Myrtle Beach go hand in hand. Yeah, they oh, do. Yeah. They do. Uh, look, I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating sideline kiss stealing wheeling and dealing Patty C in the place to be. Hi, oh well. Let's go. Let's go. Robert Howell Brooks. I, I believe lo- yeah. you're right. I love this <laughs> time of year, folks. Fucking Coastal Carolina. They're, the, they're great. They're great. <laughs> All right. We are also joined by third man in the booth. Remember, we host the USFL gambling podcast, and that, <laughs> that season's coming down to the wire. But we still, the, they call this guy the DFS god for college football. But we're still playing DFS USFL. So give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking. Oh, 
making tobacco road living the free lack given former former Herndon basketball league MVP. Give it up, Red Sea Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's up, guys? <laughs> oh, what's this? I know you're not in Hawaii, but you're going to the beach next week. So, uh, I feel like that was appropriate guys. Uh, I, I'll be right by coastal Carolina stadium. <laughs> You'll be nice. at that Hooters. They should hey, have Hooters ahead. in that stadium. Yeah, They should <laughs> they have should. a Hooters. Oh, that's genius. And Get don't forget ho- what they do for, for big time night games there. They have a tunnel of Harleys lined up on the field that are all cranking their engines and, and the players run through there. So it is white trash beautiful. Oh, dude, dude, dude. Uh, we missed an opportunity with Big Bird and Hooters. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But man, I can remember Daytona Beach. I have I I, I made the mistake as like an 18 year old going to Daytona Beach during Biker Week. That that was ridiculous. And then I uh, I did Myrtle Beach one one year. It was Biker Week. Uh, dude, look, if you got a bike, I'm sure that's fun and games. If you don't. It's a miserable fucking experience. You just need to be shit hammered the entire time because <laughs> I mean, granted we are staying at like an Econo lodge that was like 30, 30 inches off of the, uh, the, the street. Yeah. So it was, you know, the house was vibrating constantly from uh, all these guys in their, on their Harleys and shit. But uh, now you have to specify because at Myrtle beach, there's two bike weeks. There's your normal bike week. And hope I can say this. I think I can. It's fine. And there's black biker week. Oh, oh, no. sure. we're, we're offended. We're offended. <laughs> no, both of them are fantastic to go to because the people watching is top notch. Yeah, it's honestly, I think I would have enjoyed it if I was like off the strip. It was just like, God you damn it. I, strip, man. It's I got so sick of hearing fucking motorcycles go. So right. I was just like, stop it. Stop you, it. You cannot, right? you cannot be on the strip. <laughs> <laughs> I suggest it about 20 minutes away. So you can kind of just drive through yeah, and just, yeah. you know, <laughs> that's, a, that's what I need to do on my way out across the country. Uh, when we came out here the second time, uh, I stumbled on Sturgis and I didn't know what the oh, fuck it was. Man. And I was like, Jeez. what yeah, the wait, fuck? That is- makes Myrtle beach look like <laughs> it was like child's play. Dude, yeah. I, like I wanted to stop in, but it was just like, it was too much. I was like, keep driving Pat, <laughs> keep fucking driving. But uh, man, no, that I want to black biker week. That sounds fucking amazing. Are they on Harleys or is it like uh street bikes or both? Yes. Yeah. Both, all the above, all the above. Yes, <laughs> do they, do, they should do Asian Biker Week too. They should come down from like New York City, <laughs> look like a fucking Seagal movie. You know what I mean? Exit wounds or something. I don't know, but it'd be fantastic, folks. Look, before we get into talking all about college football, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Edge Boost. Yes, Edge Boost is the world's first bet now pay later Visa card. Edge currently offers up to uh, twenty five hundred dollars in betting advances, which can be extremely an extremely valuable tool. Uh, imagine what you can do with an increase, an increased bankroll. Say you're down there in Myrtle beach and you get shit hammered with a bunch of people at the, uh, you know, at the bike week or at Brooks stadium, whatever you want to say at, at that bar. I, I, I tagged you guys in uh, suck bang blow. <laughs> yeah. That? Still, still very questionable. Uh, I, that's still under in investigation. Uh, Why you were familiar that's, or and that's attendance. a straight bar. That's a straight bar. Are we sure about that? I mean, it's a biker bar. Let's go to replay. Uh, well, actually, I don't know that I want to watch that replay, but um, uh, my point is, is that uh, you might be down there at suck bang blow and spending way too much money. And all of a sudden, you know, you realize that uh, you might've been, had a few cocktails and bet on the wrong team. Probably like, don't like maybe you bet on UVA last year. Um, so, and, and you're, you know, you're just asked out and now you don't have to sit there and make it, you know, put another $500 in your account and then have your wife ask you questions or whoever, you know, like if you're at suck bang blow, there could be a lot of people ask you questions. Um, but you know, that they're, they're, they might be one, you know, you don't have to worry about that. You can just go boom. Cause edge is currently offers $2,500 in betting advances, $2,500. So get down on maybe your favorite future. you like, you know, double down on a favorite bet. You like you can even middle or hedge, even though that's absolutely disgusting. Uh, look edge boost. Also, you don't have to worry. All right. This isn't probably two times. It's going to beat your ass in the parking lot after you're done, uh, you know, shopping at the old Macy's, right? <laughs> Uh, look, this is uh, they charge zero interest. 
This is like so much safer than the, anyone that says, look at gambling, look at the Alabama baseball. No, this is way safer. At least we found out about Alabama baseball. And you still got your knees, all right? You're not walking around like Patrick Ewing in the fourth quarter, all right? Um, uh, they charge zero interest, okay? That's fantastic too. Cause that's half the battle. I feel like back in the day you end up paying somebody and then you, you don't have enough money. Yeah. The interest keeps growing. You never get out of this hole. Next thing you know, you know, you're fucking under a different name living in fucking, you know, <laughs> Guatemala. Kalamazoo. Yeah. Uh, but um, that's my point. So, you know, this is a lot better zero interest. So get over there. They could be a part of responsible gambling. They can help set you up daily, weekly, monthly limits across all of your betting accounts at one place, support SGPN and grow your bankroll by going to sports gambling podcast.com slash edge to sign up that sports gambling podcast.com slash edge must B 21 years or older to use probably game. I call 1-800 gambler. All right. We are back on the college football experience and guys. I know we got to get to our draft and shout out to everyone in the chat. GBO farms, legend, Mexi melt legend, and everyone else that's there legend in my mind. Um, but we got to talk. Uh, I know we kind of touched base on this, but it seems to be that uh, UConn to the Big Twelve in all sports is heating up. And it was funny. I saw even John Rothstein, who covers college basketball, explain that uh, they are. I think uh, they owe about like twenty six million dollars or twenty four. I forget the exact number. UConn does. Yeah, they're in the red. And you know, it's funny for all these people that think they should stay in the Big East. Uh, even though there's like a, a big exit fee of like $30 million. Uh, they already owe, they're already in the red. You know what gets them out of that? With basketball, they, they make $5 million per year, right? That doesn't seem like a whole lot. Guess That's not. Guess what happens if they join the Big 12? They're going to be making 40 plus million dollars a year. On basketball or football? No, on their athletic department. Athletic department. But, but them being an independent, they probably don't even make money on football right now. Yeah. Um, this is a no brainer guys. If this happens, then I know you're excited about the, the rebirth of the civil conflict. That <laughs> oh, if, that, yeah. if this happens, I mean, you know, that rivalry is going to explode. Let's yeah. be honest. Well, that's the thing. You got some old, old, they got a history of the UCF with the civil conflict. You got the, uh, the WVUs used to be in the big East, right? Yeah. Cincinnati used to be in the big East. So you got a couple, you got a little, well, you, you shore up your Eastern presence for yeah. sure. What do you make of Nick Yukon to the big East or I'm sorry, the big 12, uh, yay or nay. I mean, if you're Yukon, yeah, it's a no brainer. I think you have to. Now I think I've seen up to maybe 20 teams rumored to, to the big 12. <laughs> so I'm not going to get all excited about it just yet. But uh, I think if Yukon has an opportunity, they, they must take it because basketball is not going to bring in enough money to keep your whole, all those uh, athletic programs afloat. So you got to go where the money is. You got to go football and you got to build your football program and you need money to do that. And that's what the big 12 will offer. And you're so close to New York city, the NIL opportunities. If you guys ever got good, Jim Mora, by the way, this was, I I read that he thinks he can win a national championship at UConn. Now I'm sure every coach everywhere will say, Hey, yeah, we're at Western Carolina. We can win it all. Right. But you know, to say it to reporters is a bit different Uh, to say, Hey, I believe we can win a national championship here. Well, if you're in the power five, that certainly helps. Yeah. (laughs) If you're not, then uh, if you're not Notre Dame, then no, no, you don't. If you're independent. Yeah. So that would be a big jump there. And look, I mean, it's kind of a perfect move. I mean, I know we've talked about this a million times, like Texas and uh, Oklahoma haven't, I mean, Oklahoma has, they've dominated the big 12, but Texas hasn't, but still Texas and Oklahoma are two of the only teams that have made the national championship game in the big 12 in recent history, obviously TCU recently, but um, with those two teams, TCU gone, more recently, more recently. Yes. When the, when the last time Oklahoma has been since like Oh six or something, right? Or yeah, but they've that? been in the conversation a lot, Okay, you know, and yeah. they, and they've dominated the big 12, you know, pretty, pretty uh, conclusively. But look, if, if they are able to up their recruiting a little bit, and then they're kind of in the same recruiting range as a lot of these other teams, then they could pop out and get an automatic bid in a 12 team playoff. And start to actually build that thing instead of having like a a fluke moment like they did in what twenty yeah ten something maybe. like that um, yeah yeah so 
I think it's interesting. And I actually think that one's more interesting. Your Mark, obviously from New York city, he wants to get into that blueprint. So I actually think that one's almost more believable than half the ACC teams. But um, look, the ACC survives on being a basketball conference and being one of the best basketball conferences in the country. They keep themselves relevant. The big, I think your Mark's smart and you know, cornering the basketball market, especially if Gonzaga and San Diego state are also in play, but then uh, UConn, obviously then it's like every team that's ever been to a national championship. Yeah, Every (laughs) spring you're focused on the big 12 for three months out of the year. And then, okay. But they're still kind of in your mind come fall. They don't completely fall off the radar. So I think going after basketball has some well, benefit. And TCU just played for I know they got their asshole, but they still went to the national yeah, championship. They'd still yeah. be a decent solid football yeah. conference. Yeah. You know. So I was gonna I, say it certainly helped the ACC that Clemson, among others, were in the college football playoffs every year, you know, and also won some championships. That no brought doubt. a lot of money into the uh, conference. No doubt. No doubt. Uh all right. Well, look, I wanted to touch base on that because I saw uh, reports about that and that'd be in all sports. That'd be very interesting. UConn obviously has a basketball team. That's won five national championships in the past 20 some years. Also their baseball team. Good past two years. They've made the, uh, the NCAA tournament. So there you go there folks. Another thing I wanted to touch base on is we should have known better guys. We should have known better that this, this cowardly conference, in my opinion, they talk a lot of shit. Shout out to GBO Farms. I'm coming for you. <laughs> Cause the SEC, they decided that they're gonna go with the eight game schedule. And I say And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're gonna pay for it. Good night. I mean, is there anything more ridiculous than this? We and look, they said they might they're open to change it in a year or two. I don't give a shit. Like this is a 16 team conference. This is pathetic. You soft little bitches that talk all this shit anywhere, <laughs> anytime you're soft little bitches. All right. You're soft little bitches and you're lucky that y- you can tout the bowl games. Cause they're all in sec States. All right. This is ridiculous. This is ab- like I, the fact that we might not get Texas, Texas A&M. I just lose. I, I, I want to not watch the sec. It, that's what it makes me do. Because it bothers the shit out of me. What you're gonna preserve that UT Martin Alabama rivalry? <laughs> Good God! What do you make of it? I mean, come on, come on. Well, here's what I make of it. I think most SEC teams' uh, argument is that we still play a harder schedule than no, most they don't. other teams because we have. Some, I think they might. No, you know? maybe if you're if you're LSU, but LSU and Georgia were voting for it. Well, well, here's what, here's what, here's what my takeaway is. You may be playing a harder schedule, but as a conference on the whole, you benefit from playing less games against each other because that's less guaranteed losses. And when you fill those spots with guaranteed wins, then the whole conference looks better. Okay. Yeah. Dude, Alabama may play Georgia, right? And that makes the hardest game on anyone's schedule, but one of those teams, they wins never that- play. Yeah, Alabama plays play. Georgia once every twenty okay, years. Okay, but Florida, yeah. LSU, they play every yeah. year. How about? Well, you Florida know? hasn't been good. Florida's and, and been one terrible. Of the, one yeah. of those teams is guaranteed to win against either Florida or LSU every fucking year. Okay, and so, yeah, that's a tough game, and whoever wins that deserves the credit for that win. But just because they're playing that hard game doesn't mean they should be excused from playing other hard games that other teams are playing. The, the SEC has the best top to any conference, yeah. right? Georgia, Alabama, LSU, those three in general are just that, 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 but two of those three are voting for nine at Nick Saban and fuck you, Nick Saban. All right. Because this is the most ridiculous take here. He complains when no one shows up for his FCS games and he said forever, no, you know, we should play only power five opponents. Oh, well guess what? Your, your vote was the deciding fucking vote and you, and you changed your ways and said, Hey, no, actually uh, no, we, we want to do an eight game conference schedule. All right. Well, don't <laughs> complain when no one shows up to see the Citadel in Alabama. I'm so sick of it. I am so sick of it, dude. I mean, Nick, what'd you make of this eight game nonsense? Well, I mean, we talked about this in depth last week. If people want to go back and listen to that, if they haven't, uh, the SEC has a formula that has worked for them very well. They are the richest conference that have has had the most success on the football field. So why change that formula, even if it's to the overall detriment of college football as a whole? Uh, yeah, it sucks. Uh, the tragedy is that we won't get to see Tennessee, Alabama every year. 
Texas, Texas A&M every year, Florida, LSU every year. I mean, there's a handful of really good games that are technically the team's second uh, rivalry game that won't happen every year now. And that's, that is a damn shame. It sucks. It's it's ridiculous. And it's funny, Peter Burns, who I not the biggest fan of, but he, uh, Burns. he tweeted out this and I thought this is hilarious. He goes, since the NCAA approved 12 game schedules in 2006, no team playing a nine game conference schedule has ever won a college football national championship. He said the big 10 pac 12 and big 12 haven't won a, a title since moving to nine conference games, Ohio state won one, but they were playing eight conference games back in 14. Meanwhile, the sec and ACC has won oh, SEC's won 13 titles. ACC has won three. Yeah, no shit. But he's tweeting that out in a good way. Uh, this is proving our point that you need, (laughs) you need unity on knowing the same amount or playing the same amount of fucking conference games. It's so stupid. Listen to this nugget too. Uh, This was a great, a great tweet by uh, Scott Docterman. Um, and he said teams playing 10 or more power five opponents in 2023, the ACC has 10 of 15. If you count Notre Dame, the big 10 has 13 of 14. The big 12 has 11 of 14. The pac 12 has 10 of 12 and the sec has two of 14, two of 14 <laughs> play 10 conference, oh p- 10 power God. five conference. Yes. Yeah. This yeah. is just it, like, what are we doing? Oh, we keep trying to it, look, it completely uh, eliminates the, 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 the wind total, you know, uh, element of what, uh, of how to judge a resume. Yes, right. This is and just that nonsense. is the, the biggest, uh, you know, element that is judged because uh, it's the first one that meets your eyeball 11 and one versus 10 and two. Yeah. Well, you play a fucking way harder team every year than this te- uh, conference. I, I don't care. Look, even if the fact is that you play that you have like your the top of because I really think it's just the top of the SEC. Like to me, there's no difference to me between Missouri and K- Kentucky and Missouri make a bowl game every year. But really, they're they're the same as like a five and seven team in another conference, right? But they've just went six or, or seven. I know Kentucky's had a couple decent years in there, but they were better than that. But uh, for the most part, I feel like it's been that uh, Arkansas last year. I think was six and six going into their into their bowl, and you know. That's, that's that what bothers you is that they they get elevated to bowl status. No, or? it doesn't bother me because I understand that the logic of playing more football, and I'm pro that. But I'm saying is that they're the same. They're the same as to me what Maryland was last year in the Big Ten, or as uh, you know another five and seven team that just missed a bowl. You know what I mean? That's true. It doesn't only yeah. elevate the ten or uh, eleven win teams at that like uh, threshold, but it elevates the a, whole a resume lot, underneath. A lot of those it. teams in the SEC get that free ride. You know what I mean? And it, it, it's like, yes, Alabama, Georgia, and LSU are doing all your work. And meanwhile, South Carolina's a collecting the checks, but also the fact that they really haven't been that good of a program. They're the getting past their 10 four years. free wins. You know what I year. mean? Yeah. Like they haven't, they've been this, like, honestly, I, I think you can make the case that Iowa state's been, I mean, at least under the Campbell era as good, if not better than South Carolina, yeah. you know what I mean? So uh, you could go one by one on those schools that are kind of interchangeable. Well, South so, Carolina kind of does with uh, Clemson, but the fact that they probably don't play many other, Clemson? they have a they have a built-in Power oh, Five yeah. non-conference game. But I'm just saying though that they they the SEC is known as the best conference around. Yeah, and uh, that's really because of LSU, Georgia, and Alabama, and Florida. Florida's and been th- they've been pretty shitty in the past decade though. Uh, Auburn's bubbled up. Yeah. Yeah. Tennessee, Tennessee maybe bubbling up now. So they have your basis of like three really good teams and you have random teams pop up. It makes you a pretty strong conference. No, obviously obviously they're the strongest conference, but at the same time, like I don't believe and me and GBO farms are talking about this. Like the sec East. No, I'm not giving them that love the sec West. I will. And I find it ridiculous that, you know, all these other teams can get the, the, the oh, this is a, this is an SEC opponent. No, beating Missouri is nothing. Boston College just beat Missouri the other year. All right. Kansas the, State whipped them yeah. 40 to 12, I think, last year. So uh, to, to me, it's just, I don't know. It's just, this is pathetic. And for a, for a conference that talks the most shit, I think you're little <laughs> bitches. I think you're little bitches right here. Yeah. Anyway, let's get into this. Send your hate mail, SEC fans, to dude. Uh, I want to see t- Texas. Texas A and M is like one that I like. I was like so excited that if we're gonna get this crazy thing, I was like, oh, well, that's back on. No, did the ACC announce they're going to nine? No, but they need to go to eight. They need to go to seven. So they but schedule- they're also not expanding, Patty. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, not wait. yet, anyway. They need yeah. to go to seven. They're not yet. Yeah, the ACC sitting at fourteen. They need SEC's to schedule more aggressively out of conference because <laughs> I'm serious. Well, like, it would, let's give the ACC a hard time. I mean, no, they're terrible too. But but at least they play all, all those group of fives on the road. The, um, the ACC does eight eight games, eight conference games, yeah. but they play at the group of five. They rotate Last Notre year, Dame North Carolina heavy too. played at App State and at Georgia State in back to back weeks. <laughs> and they played Notre Dame. So and yeah. no, that's another thing is you have the Notre Dame angle. For, so, for, yeah, for what? Six or how many teams does eight does a uh, five a year? Five so a year. I mean the proof is in the pudding. How many uh, you said t- uh, twelve out of fourteen ACC or ten out of fourteen ACC teams played ten power five yeah. games. But I still would like to see, honestly, like if we're going to be trying to model this thing after the NFL, then okay, everyone play the same amount of power fives. Yeah. Some uniformity would be yeah. nice. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get into this. All right, I'm sick of sick of eight game conference guy. <laughs> I just couldn't believe they found a way to finagle that thing again. I could not <laughs> believe that, you know you should you should have seen it come. I, I should have. Uh, and, and the uh, I'm, I'm curious the Big Ten are they gonna switch now because they're going to 16 next year? I'm curious. Um we'll find out folks. But all right, let's get into the. Uh, let's get into twelve the undefeated here. teams in the uh, playoff. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. It's padding some of that shit. They've been doing that for years. It was Kentucky really a ten-win team in one of those years or nine-win team? No, <laughs> so they play three Mac schools and fucking Youngstown State every year. Come on, um, let's let's go. Um, where's my draft song? <laughs> All right, NC Nick, you're on the clock. I what will are we take doing you here? to the best conference in the land, the <laughs> Almighty SEC. No, not not Bedlam. The best game this weekend, hands down. <laughs> no argument is LSU at Alabama. The game has been absolute fire the last, especially the last ten years. But it goes all the way back to 1895. The two teams have split the last four matchups. In Brian Kelly's first year, LSU beat Alabama, which propelled them to the SEC championship game. And like last year, it was a 10-win team versus an 11-win team. It's been a great rivalry of late. What more could you ask for? Uh, we could ask for this every year. Yeah, <laughs> we've had it every it year. Seems like it's not going to be every year. But yes, this game That's is in the future. And shout, I want to shout speaking, out. I want to shout out Brian Kelly. Do you see his comments? They say? asked, you know, because Saban didn't want to play Auburn and LSU and Tennessee every year. They asked Brian Kelly, and Brian Kelly's like, "No, I want to play. I want to play them." He goes, I, ca- "I I didn't come to the SEC to be playing, you know, grambling. I came there to be playing Saban and playing Florida." And I'm like, "I'm on board." Brian Kelly and his family winning me over. I might, <laughs> I might join his fucking family. Let's go. That just, that just adds a little bit more excitement in this. I mean, before it was Coach O. And uh, all the recruits, you know, going, you know, the uh, LSU players going over to the Alabama recruits in the stands. There's always something. There's always an extra angle in this matchup, which makes it a lot of fun. Well, how about this angle? Uh, Tommy Reese versus Brian Kelly. You know, and they, they yeah, Brian that's Kelly that's coached true. him, brought yeah. him on. You know, yeah, it's, it's his star pupil, and uh, he has probably got him uh, dialed in. But I'm sure Tommy Reese. Is looking to uh, you know notch a big win over his old mentor there. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's gonna be. I mean that it's 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 fair. Last year's game, I argued. I think last year's game, and I know GBF Farms in the chat. I think the best game of the season was Alabama Tennessee, right? Yeah, probably. See, I, I know I know how to go back into the audience. Saying, <laughs> hey, I know he's he's butt hurt about my comments about it's, it's a comedy background <laughs> yeah. here. You shit yeah. on the audience yeah. for a half hour, yeah. there you and go. you bring him back, right? <laughs> Look, I know he's upset about the SEC's vagina, but um, <laughs> at least at least Tennessee and Bama was fire last year. But I, you could make the case that Bama LSU might have been the second best game. Um, Let me throw Tennessee another bone. They're uh, they're. Uh, Night game where they're wearing the black. That was the most aesthetically pleasing yeah. game of the year. That was beautiful. Not on TV. bad. Not bad for a university that paid Army a million dollars not to play. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's go. Let's go. Uh, yeah, I mean that game's fantastic. I, I, I the fact that last year's game was crazy. The fact that I, I think LSU's got a better team right now, like that we know coming into the season. I think LSU's roster 
we know more about it than we know Alabama's and they have the better quarterback play by, by a, a large amount. I would say the uh, game is in Tuscaloosa this year. True. True. Which doesn't necessarily mean Alabama's got a, any better of a chance than they do when they're playing in Baton Rouge. Uh, I think LSU typically gets it done in the Alabama. One year with Brad they typically Johnson's choke son. in Baton Rouge against Bama. They almost won. What was that two years ago? They almost what about won the game Bama. I mentioned with Coach O. Yeah, with the uh, recruits in the stands. Yeah, I mean, Coach yeah. O. What do you oh, say? This great. is our, our house now. That was with Burrow. That was with yeah. Burrow. Twenty nineteen. The next time with Max Johnson. Yeah, they almost knocked him off. Um. All right. Let's uh, let's Patty C. Uh, you're on the clock. Oh no, wait. My, you on the clock? Where the hell's where the hell's my sheet here? No, um, what do we got here? No, I'm on the clock. There yeah. You go. See, tried to pull a fast one there. <laughs> this is a freaking awesome week, by the way. It is an yeah, awesome week. Is. How about the fact? I mean, what you got? You got 11 weekday games going on between the FBS and FCS. Shout out to college football. All right. Well, um, you said you're not. Yeah, I gotta play this one because it's the final one, right? It's been known, right? It's been known that Oklahoma and Oklahoma State aren't going to play anymore. Now, for a rivalry that's been so dominated by one team over the other, even though the other uh, the, the 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 little brother here has choked away so many perfect opportunities. Remember the extra point. God. Oh my gosh. That see, that was one of the years Oklahoma made the playoff too. Unbelievable. Um. Yeah. I'm just saying how big of a, how much is the nation really respect this as a great rivalry just because it's it's such a case of little brother shit in the bed. Well, I don't 91, really 19 and 7 the all-time series. <laughs> I guess it's been a little bit better, but Oklahoma State's only won 3 times in the last 20 years. Yeah, it's tough. That's tough. Yeah. But man, they've had some close games though. Like I said, the missed extra point game, you had a 62-52 one. Yeah, literally after yeah. that missed extra point game, I, I feel like there's a thing where Oklahoma State can't get it done. I'll believe it when I see it. It's one of those games. I still like to watch it, but I feel like oh, they're going to find final a time, way. Well, this is the final time we get it, so much, it's crazy if they don't do not much like much like LS. No, Oklahoma State's made it known oh, they're not really? doing it. Yeah, wow. Um, and uh, much like LSU Bama, which we might not have next year, we don't have Bedlam. Wow. Okay, I'm t- I'm still taking it here, Oklahoma. No, Oklahoma that's a good State. pick. If, yeah. if Bedlam's going to be gone after this, oh no, especially yeah, last game and it's at at Oklahoma State, which is nice because that place is going to be yeah. I mean, please Cowboys, please yes. Cowboys, yes. get yes. this done. I'm going to be the biggest. I might buy I might buy two pistols and start shooting them off in Los Angeles. <laughs> All right, even though you know somebody could argue that it's a seven win team against a six win team from a year ago, but still, I think that this is this is my second you know game here because it is a a great rivalry and it's probably the last time we're going to see him in a long time. So sign me up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't care about the national perception of the fucking rivalry. All right. I care True. about watching Oklahoma against Oklahoma State. So this is the second best game. I agree that LSU Bama was my number one ranked game. But give me Bedlam for the final time, you college football, s- you t- you TV exec sissies. <laughs> all right. I actually thought hipster Big Twelve Colby would have this game first. No, I had LSU Bama. Those games have been fucking great. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like the fact. L- l- let's talk about this. Is college football really getting better? I thought one of the perks was getting Texas, Texas A and M, but that's not happening. We might look, we're going to lose LSU Bama probably because yeah, definitely because L- uh, Auburn Alabama will be protected. Dude, we, there's no right. way Texas Texas A and M isn't the protected rivalry. No, it's a- Oklahoma Texas. They've already they've already yeah. announced it. It's gonna be that's the number Oklahoma, one like Texas rated game. Yeah, it's it wasn't bigger, man. No, it's it a, wasn't. No, from a, before, I think it always has been. Yeah, I don't think so. From a TV rating standpoint. That's all. It, it's it's definitely going to be that as the one. I mean, I guess yeah. dating back to yeah. the seventies, it's been pretty damn big. So we're going to lose. I mean, what 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 fancy name like that. the red the Red River Shootout did Texas Texas A and have? I don't yeah. think there's any kind of moniker to that game. I don't yeah. know, but there was a movie in the eighties with Dolly Parton and a bunch of whores at a whorehouse <laughs> that focused heavily on the Texas Texas A and M game. Sure. So that that's a winner. Well, it was written by you know <laughs> R C Slocum wrote that. Uh, look, um, no. We're, but I'm, my my question, I'm curious. Like we we lose, so next year we're not going to have LSU Bama. We won't have Texas Texas A and M. We won't have Oklahoma Oklahoma State. Who is fucking winning in this scenario? The fan is certainly not. Yeah, that's true. 
the uh, schools are because out with the old, money. in with the new. Kobe, <laughs> fucking terrible. I quit. I'm, I'm done. Go I'm yell at a cloud. Set. Walking off. Set. I mean, I mean, I'm, look, I've already yelled at a lot of clouds in my day. All right. <laughs> no, it's uh, terrible. How do you see you're on the clock? Well, we're going back to familiar territory. A recent playoff game, if you can call it that. Uh, ACC battle of sorts. Notre Dame visits Clemson, South Carolina, in what could be a playoff determining game in the the final four team playoff. Uh, this is a big game, and you know both of these teams have potential to be in in striking distance of the of the playoff at this point in the season. I just released a uh, a top twenty five most interesting teams in college football to watch. You know, or not most interesting, the but to watch each week essentially. So I guess the most interesting, whatever the fuck. But uh, uh, I, I put Notre Dame in there because let me ask you something, guys. If Marcus Freeman goes seven and five, do they think about? Oh, they they'll think start about? thinking about it. But no, they won't pull the plug just yet on him. Uh, have they ever? They're won? recruiting really well. They've n- they won once in Clemson in seventy seven. Notre Dame did. That's the only time. No, they're uh, they and they won last year. Not no, in Clemson. No, oh, yeah, they, they Clemson. won the two games in South Bend. Yeah. Everywhere oh, else right. they lost. They lost at Clemson recently. They lost in Charlotte for the ACC championship. And they lost in the Cotton Bowl. The two teams have played each other five times in the last eight years. It's three to two in Clemson's favor, but the two Notre Dame wins were in South Bend. Uh, I will say in uh, 2015, the only one that was in Clemson, uh, it took a, an actual hurricane to keep Notre Dame from winning that game and a pick play that Clemson won the national championship on against Alabama being called back against Notre Dame that would have won it. Um, These games have been fun and they've been well, meaningful. I mean, you mentioned that game. Uh, I, I I just mentioned the ACC championship and the Cotton Bowl. So uh, yeah, th- these two these this matchup has been been pretty damn fun the last five years or so. Yeah, no. Uh, I mean, I'll I'll lay the points with uh, Clemson. You don't even know what it is. I'll lay it. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me. Uh, no, but it, it's a, it's a good game, and uh, no, I'm excited. If this was. I always love it in South Bend because you have these little South Carolina sissies coming up to uh, coming. Up, I'm joking, but no, this is a this is a great game. I feel like South Carolina fans probably go pretty hard. True, but they lose when they go to cold weather. That's my point. We never see college football in cold weather. The Southern teams never have to go to the North. That's true. That's another uh, thing that this we would like. Like, documented. can we make that fair? Let's do, let's do our conference games, our out of conference games. How about SEC? If you're going to do three thousand and non-con games, can you play? Can you play uh, one all, in each month? Play yeah. one in September, one in October. On the road, though, not all at home. We want to well, see. I, I hate to break it to you, Colby, but other than a couple little bubbles like Ohio, Michigan, Pennsylvania, college football is the South, and the South is college football. <laughs> uh, I said it. You don't know about the history of college football. Where Wisconsin it was born, buddy. Just being disrespected. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what has Wisconsin been lately? What, what Nebraska? Are you talking about uh, yeah, Nebraska. What has Nebraska been lately? Oh, you're using. <laughs> so you're doing. You you sound like uh, Stuart Mandel or something. Past ten <laughs> years of college football. It's talking about them. They're like, they're, I was listening to them talk about uh, Utah and look, and I love Utah's program, but they're like Utah's uh, culture. So it, it it goes back far, and I'm like, what are you talking? And they're blasting Colorado, and I'm like, wait, I understand Colorado's had a tough fifteen years, right? Really tough. But I was like, uh, their history is is longer. I think you can go back further and find better years yeah. than the Utah Utes. Uh, let me tell you this: short memory here. Nebraska Cornhuskers have as many national titles as the Florida Gators in the last fifty years. Mm. Mm. Sit on that. But we'll see how Matt Rule does because they definitely have their work cut out for him. Uh, but anyway, wh- what the hell was I talking about? I don't remember. Oh, play on the road. <laughs> Play on the road. We want to see and look at the ACC teams. This is what I love about the Notre Dame thing, is that we saw Clemson go up there and lose in the cold weather last year. You know what I mean? So I like that. I want to see that. You know, and when, and for some reason Notre Dame seems to attract hurricanes when they come to, to yeah, the southeast. Yeah, it's true. There was a Clemson game. There was the NC, <laughs> NC State, State game. North Carolina, I think too. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to start to see it. It's going to be fun seeing USC have to go to, uh, to Wisconsin too. Even though I guess we kind of saw that when they went. No, this game though, Pullman November fourth. I think hurricane season's over by November, right? It's usually yeah, August, yeah, September. True. Technically, but you never know. Never know. Um. 
GBO Farm says we'll play at Rutgers anytime. <laughs> hey, well, Rutgers in the past ten years, two and zero against the Arkansas Razorbacks, buddy. All right, I know you're a Tennessee yeah, guy. Be but careful I, now. I don't think they've played, but uh, especially but, after what you did to Shiana. That's true. Oh, <laughs> please let that happen. Go to Rutgers. Please let that happen. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. All right, um, it's my pick again. Yeah, it's back to you. I don't know what the hell we're talking. about. I might have just said the South is college football. And while that is true, there's a great game out west. It's Pac 12. It's Washington at USC. Two 11 win teams from a year ago. This game also could, you know, have some say in, in who could potentially make the playoffs. Uh, they haven't played since 2019, but I mean, come on, man. This is a great game. And it's definitely top five. How the hell have they not played since 2019 when they was, I mean, uh, that's right, the COVID year where they played like one game. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> We're, we're gonna have a season. We're gonna play a one-game season. No, it was, it was four. Wait, was that um, the year that Washington got jobbed out of the uh, the uh, Pac-12 championship game? Oh, that was last year. Oh wait, no, no, no. I think <laughs> in the uh, in the uh, oh, yeah, COVID I think season, so. I think Washington right. was supposed to be in there, and Oregon took their place. If I'm not mistaken. Washington's won uh, the last time they went to LA. Wow, they've actually won two of the last three in LA. Interesting. One note of this game: it is the the second of back-to-back road trips for UW. Interesting. Who do you guys think? Who do you guys think will? Uh, who who's the better team right now? I kind of feel like this is. I, I think USC might struggle against more physical teams. I think this game probably lines up pretty well for USC. I think it's gonna be a shootout, but I, I don't think they're gonna be out toughed by Washington. But I trust so, Washington's defense more than I do USC's. Yeah. Let me tell you what. Number three versus number seven overall offense in the country, uh, with USC being three and Washington being seven. But the number one versus number three passing offenses in the country, with Washington wow. being number one, USC being number but three. But I'm saying, like, and Washington, both returning quarterbacks. So this is a great yeah, game. Man. Shootout. Washington's defense is better than USC, so it makes it a very compelling matchup. Could this determine the Heisman Trophy winner? No, they don't. Get, they won't give it to a guy in Washington. Come on. You don't think? Yeah. Penix leads the nation, and they go to the playoff. He's Dude. probably winning the Heisman. Remember when Colt Brennan threw for seven million touchdowns, and they didn't <laughs> give him the, the Heisman Trophy, but they gave him the he Ty was at Detmer. Hawaii. He was at Hawaii though. Hey, they gave him the Ty Detmer. They well, gave him to Andre pretty, Ware. Pre- Utah's pretty far west. <laughs> no, they used to just look at the best stats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, then they shifted and said, "No, we just got to give it to Ohio State, Alabama, feel like LSU, and been Georgia." An East Coast bias, pretty much oh, forever with forever, the Heisman. Forever, I, I'm still yeah. pissed that Jake Locker didn't pull down that Heisman <laughs> Trophy. <laughs> You can hit dingers too. Um, look, uh, yeah, this game's fantastic. You could make a case. You could make a case. This, you could make a case. This is going to be a lot closer than the Oklahoma Oklahoma State game. You never know. I think I can yeah. be close too. True. All right. How good is Washington? They're really good. You think they're, they're really good. good? What they do last year? They're 10, 10 uh, 11, eleven wins. Eleven. Yeah. Eleven. Yeah. All right. I got to pay, pay attention to Washington. All right, it jumps over to Dundee, and you're gonna try to do all this nonsense here. All right, you guys are missing out on classics left and right. <laughs> all right, you're missing out. Man, there's a lot that I like out there right now. This this week is fantastic. Can it we really talk is. about that. This week is re- is really fun. Um, man, okay, okay, got. I'm taking you to Austin, Texas, where everyone once again. If you look at the odds on favorite to win the Big 12, you'll see Texas, the preseason favorite. Oklahoma, the favorite after that. And then you have the Kansas State Wildcats, who seem to uh seem to fuck up Oklahoma every year. And uh they've won the 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 Big 12, well, A last year, but I believe they won it what another time before that over the Texas Longhorns. Texas hasn't won the Big 12 since fucking the Bush administration. So uh uh Senior or junior? <laughs> We went to this game, Kansas junior or the third. Uh, Go ahead. (laughs) That had to be your bull Uh, (laughs) Herbert or uh, (laughs) Kansas state at Texas state was co-champions in 2012 as well. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So they've won two big 12 championships. Last one was 2009. Yeah. So two got them. (laughs) So what is the big 12 really losing here? Uh, Oklahoma, watch it though. Oklahoma's probably going to win the Big 12 this year because Kansas State's not on the schedule. Kansas State's got a long history of fucking up Oklahoma seasons, but this game's fantastic. It's in Austin. We've been to this very game. Uh, K State at Texas. Nick, your thoughts? 
Yeah, it's a great game. I mean, at one point in the 2000s, K State won seven out of ten. But somewhat surprisingly, with the the Longhorn struggles recently, they've actually won six in a row yeah. in this series. Uh, but five of them have been by one score games. The only outlier was a 69-31 shellacking of of Kansas State in Manhattan. Believe it or not. Uh, but I mean, they're all close games. It just somehow Texas has has pulled them out lately. But I think it definitely des- uh, deserves to be played here. It should be a good one. Something about the uniforms that I love in this matchup. You know what I mean? Oh, they're just two beautiful uniforms. Uniform porn. What'd you call it again? Uh, no, uh, <laughs> this is not a case of. Don't, uh, don't pull it up. <laughs> let that die. Let, let that die sexuality. They are not at all homo. These are heterosexual teams, right? <laughs> Aesthetical. I don't know what we're trying to say here. Uh, look. They that what was that game? Thirty four to twenty seven last year in the Little Apple. Um, Texas. Meanwhile, some prognosticators are putting them in. You know, ridiculous, but in the playoff conversation. Meanwhile, Kansas State. Do we expect to step back? You think they're going to be better? You think the running back play is going to be better? They returned their whole offensive line, and that quarterback is he improved? He took a gigantic step last year. So they bring back their their quarterback that started the majority of the games. Uh, Will Howard, and then I think they their power rushing attack is going to be even better, which I think will open up the play action even more. Texas was decent last year. Sure. Overtime loss at Texas Tech, seven point loss should've at Alabama. Alabama State. Should have lost to Iowa State though. Should have beat Alabama. Should have lost to Iowa State. Probably would have had the same record. I don't know. Maybe we're, maybe we're not giving Texas enough credit here. But good game. Maybe we're not giving Kansas State enough credit here. They won the fucking Big Twelve. All right. Oh, I think that's always the case. No one yeah. gives Kansas State enough credit. Uh, all right, uh, Patty C, you're on the clock. Bouncing around, I think we drop down a tier here. Uh, I think those are the uh, the star games on the schedule, but I do think uh, there's one that has potential, and especially if people think Florida State is as good as a lot of people think they will be really tough trip on their schedule is up to Pittsburgh. This could be a, a difference maker between a 10 or 11 win regular season and a playoff berth or not a playoff berth. Just wish it was an on-campus game that NFL stadium, you know, yeah, it's, but Pittsburgh will fill this one out. Even it's still something about Heinz field. A doesn't live up to three rivers and then B probably doesn't live up to the Pittsburgh college experience field. No, cause it's not on campus. Yeah. Right. It, it just doesn't feel that's one of the flaws. It's one of the flaws. They got to get it back on campus. They got to play it, play at Duquesne's fucking stadium. I don't care. Yeah. Um, Either way though, assuming Florida state loses at Clemson early in the season, there's a chance that they go 11 and one. If they have an amazing season and get revenge in the uh, uh, ACC championship game against Clemson, propel themselves in the playoffs. But this road trip to Pittsburgh would be the other biggest hurdle, I think, on that schedule. You know, Pitt is a, a, a they they win they lead this series six to four. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, it's also the second of a back to back road trip. But but look at this: the road trip is at Wake Forest and at Pitt. Not exactly a hostile environments, <laughs> <laughs> but two <laughs> tough games. It's gonna um, you know cause the uh, the coordinators and the head coach to, to to be scheming. This is one that's like a contrast in styles to me, and I actually think the Jerkovic thing. I I think he's a really good quarterback. I was a bit perplexed that he went to Pitt because um, Mark Whipple's not there, but um, I I think for Jordan Travis who plays such reckless ball, like you see, he gets injured a lot. Now he's a very good quarterback, but he plays his style of play leaves him uh, getting hit often. And Pitt is a team that lays the lumber. They're one of like, they're like an old school college football team. Um, So that, that makes this game very, very interesting. Uh, Jerkovic from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. And he knew Signetti. He was the OC at BC. That was the connection, but still, I just would think, I think he's a really good quarterback. Yeah. I actually think he's underrated, but that's a huge get. It is huge get for Pitt. Um, it's a good game, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe a weekday game should have been played over it, just because it's always it, coming at you, Patty. <laughs> <C>. <laughs> it's a good game. It, it, it really is. But uh, I mean, look, it's nineteen combined wins from last year, so you can't argue with that. 
can't argue with that. And you can't argue that the fact that we're brought to you by underdog fantasy and they're fantastic. You can't argue that. All right. Yes. Uh, best ball mania is here and, and underdogs giving away $15 million in prizes. Come on folks. Plus there's plenty of ways to win on their player prop parlays through the NBA, NHL and MLB. That's a lot of fun. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use that promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. All right. NC Nick, it jumps back to you. You should have called me weekday, Nick, because that's where we're going. Thursday night is. Fantastic. My only complaint is that they should have spread out these three games a bit more because, well, first off, this is the first week where we have Maction. So there's, there's Matt games Tuesday and Wednesday. There's three very good matchups Thursday. And then there's two not and so an, great and ones an FCS Thursday and, and an, an FCS. FCS this is the first week we have Maction, week 10. Yeah. On, on, on Tuesday or Wednesday. It always Tuesday. starts in November. Yeah. Interesting. I feel like I thought of man, this should be celebrated more and we should encourage them to start earlier. Of well, I think we this year it's not yeah. going to be as special because this year we have CUSA on Tuesdays and Wednesdays before this week. Uh, yeah. I think I actually kind of like it. Cause it gives us a sample of that conference and a sample yeah. of this conference. Yeah. Um, but the only other thing is that Thursday, the three games, the three games are TCU, Texas tech, wake force, Duke, South Alabama, Troy. They all start at either seven or seven thirty Eastern time too. So they are all at the same time, which Look, I mean, we all got multiple TVs, but I like to focus my weekdays, you know, focus on the, the big matchup. So here, the game I'm going to pick, it's the better game, even though it pains me to say it, cause I'll probably be watching the other one a little bit more closely, but let's be honest. TCU at Texas tech is a notch better than the one right down the road from me. The, well, uh, I mean, this could be f- for the Big Twelve, like big, like to play in the Big Twelve championship. Both teams, you know, were very good a season ago, and they br- uh, t- uh, Texas Tech brings back a ton. So, you know, I will say it has been lopsided recently. TCU has won four in a row in the last three, all by double digits. But I think this game is going to be close. I don't think Lubbock hosts many primetime weekday games often, so this place is going to be nuts. Although that and is like, that should be, they should be a weeknight hub. They're just like yeah, uh, Virginia v. tech, yeah. dub V K state. They have yeah. the wild card element yeah. at Texas tech. That's that's perfect for weeknight Thursday night viewing. I'm going to say South Carolina but, should too. Yeah. Oregon yeah. state. But how yeah. about this Thursday night guys? That's fire. Yeah, no, it really is. And it, it, all th- three out of the, f- I mean the, the FCS game, we're not talking about the other three are, are fire. Um, TCU, Texas tech, Patty C. This is one that honestly, I, like, I don't even know. I put I put TCU on my top twenty-five teams that we should be watching each week because I don't know what to expect. I think it's a big year because if they win the Big Twelve again, then they kind of establish themselves, I think, as the team to beat in the Big Twelve with their history with Patterson and then year one with Dykes. Then it it kind of confirms that they're coach-proof in this program is super, super good. So you don't want to say last year was like fluky because look, they had, you know, top draft picks and Quentin Johnston and Kendry Miller. They had Max Duggan who, you know, veteran quarterback also drafted, also drafted, I think a seventh round or something, but I mean, they had talent on that team, but you wonder if it was a little bit of an outlier or if they can get like that level or not necessarily even that level, but like I'm talking like nine, 10 win seasons with consistency. Well, someone's going to emerge out of this brand new big 12. Uh, I know we still have Texas and, and Oklahoma this year, but I wonder if TCU has the leg up uh, or, or will they go back to being, you know, kind of this, like a good football team that's in the yeah. mix with everybody. Right. Well, this right. kind of happens. It may have happened with Gary Patterson. Obviously, uh, we tried to get him on, but he enforced it. He wanted us to uh, yeah. play his country music album on yeah. uh, half for half the episode. And now he's with the Texas Longhorns. The invite is revoked. <laughs> All right. But there was a time when they had six top 10 finishes in a 10 year period, three out of those six while they were in the big 12. So it's not like they got to the big 12 and just, you know, it was, Oh, they, they're no, done. That's what I'm saying. Like but the last legit. four years of his tenure, they didn't manage more than seven wins. So I think the country club environment may have sunk in and then Sonny Dykes of all people comes in and reinvigorates them a national championship appearance in year one. Yeah. If they can keep this going, TCU may be back. And, and Nick alluded to five of their past wins, you know, TCU's beat him, but only one was in Lubbock. 
Only one was in Lubbock. Oh no, I'm sorry. That's I'm surprising. Looking. No, I'm reading this backwards. I'm uh, that was back in the 1920s. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Two were in Lubbock. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, anyway, yeah, I pulled this up and it was like sitting there and you're like, damn, TCU beat that. So the first five years uh, when they started playing in 26, TCU won all five. <laughs> Wow. But only one was in only one was in Lubbock in 1929, uh, 22 nothing. I'm sure you guys remember that classic, that defensive uh, performance by the Horn Frogs. Sammy Ball probably had an interception in that game. Um, uh, all right, uh, let's jump on over. Uh, Pick Dundee here and pick Dundee. Gonna give you some winners here. Gonna give you some winners because you guys are sleeping on games. Man, there's those weekday games though. Gosh, they're tempting because they're fire. I think I got to. As much as I want to play a couple on Saturday, I think I got like the the weekday slate is so good. I'm taking you Boston College, Syracuse. No, I'm joking. Uh, I'm taking <laughs> like, you to uh, no, but people would laugh. Ten years ago, if I told you this, Wake Forest at Duke. There we go. Some people would say what, but I think Wake Forest is going to be very good this year. I think Duke returns a lot and they're kind. I, I need to see it more, but I think Elko is a very good coach and I think they'll win games. They shouldn't. I don't know that Duke will contend for an ACC championship, but maybe I think wake is contenders for the ACC championship. So wake forest at Duke, how far are they apart? Was it 30 miles? Uh, it's a little bit more. It's more almost hour, 45 minutes. Wow. I didn't realize that. Yeah. So that's serious time there. Either way, (laughs) either way, these are ACC schools that for some reason could get lost in the luster and I don't want them to damn it. All right. I like what Dave Clawson's doing at wake. I like what Mike Elko is doing at Duke. I hope they continue winning. Patty C. What do you make of the Deeks against the devils? Well, it's an interesting spot for both teams. Uh, Wake Forest coming off uh, hosting Florida State in what could be, you know, a massive W if they pull that upset. And they've had Florida State's number lately. Yeah, let down Central here five days later on a Thursday night hosting Duke uh, or going to Duke. Is it first time they played was at Duke? Eighteen eighty nine, buddy. Eighteen eighty nine, and Duke leads this all time series fifty nine to forty one. Remember, Duke was really dominant yeah. uh, back in the day in college football, and then they got a little more dominant with Fred Goldsmith in ninety six. Um, but uh, it's and Spurrier, don't forget Spurrier. Uh, why isn't this the season ending rivalry game? It doesn't make any sense. Yes, I agree. North, it's like you I got North this. Carolina, yeah. North Carolina. You said this. Yeah, <laughs> I, I no, I did a, a graphic on who the rival should be. Duke yeah. should play Wake, the final game of the year every year. NC State should play North Carolina the final game of the season. It's so year. obvious. Well, Come last on. last year, that's exactly what happened, and it was a fantastic game. Duke won 34-31. Riley Leonard threw for three ninety and four touchdowns. For Oof. some reason, they switch it this year, and and Duke closes with with Pitt, which makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> and Wake Forest closes with the Syracuse. Jeff Capable. Why doesn't Pitt and Syracuse play? Yeah, they're rivals, yeah. right? Come on, so ACC. Stupid. So stupid. Hey, Sw- who is it? It's not Swafford. What's the guy's name now? Oh, uh, uh, Phillips. Yeah. Hey, Phillips. Pull your Let's head out. One eight hundred pick Dundee. All right. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I love this game. This this weekday games are awesome. This game's got to be played. Patty, see you're on the clock. Well, well, well. Uh, I'm tempted to induce a little patriotic pride here, but I'm gonna skip out on that and I'm gonna play a game. GBO Farms will make fun of me. This is a game that you guys will laugh at, right? What's that? You're going to laugh at it. They're all going to laugh at you. Uh, Nebraska going to Michigan state. Look, oh. fuck you. Fuck you both. <laughs> and uh, look, these are two relevant teams still in college football. You can, you can, you know, make it sound like they've both fallen off a cliff and they're never coming back. But these teams are right there, right there. That's a, a, a bad play. Is a turn play. No, I and disagree. Certainly. Misfire. No, no, um, no. See, I told you they would, but any, you know, to your non hipsters out there, to you just 
regular college football fans that aren't trying to prove how you know clever you are. Nick, this I, is a fun game. I think he's got something actually. I just shit on it, but then I looked at the history. So the last I mean, it can be played in the top thirty, but not the top ten. <laughs> I'm just saying he might have something that I don't realize here. So the last time they played in twenty one went to overtime. Twenty three twenty. Yeah, they're evenly matched. Twenty three twenty in that in that nice eleven win season for Michigan State, they 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 beat a shitty Nebraska team by three. Oh, I remember that game. That Michigan State had no business winning that game, but they did. Then in eighteen, it was a nine six game, classic Big Ten <laughs> West meets Big Ten East football game. Uh, then in 2015, 39, 38, these are classics. And then in 2014, <laughs> 27, 22, you've had four one score games in a row. You got to back, go back to 13 to see when Michigan state won by 13. Um, well, Patty's right. These teams are about equal because Michigan state was five and seven and Nebraska was four and eight <laughs> last year. <laughs> now go back two years. What was, uh, what was Michigan state's record? That was fluky. Uh, yeah. Oh, it was fluky. That, that, that really oh, was fluky. Discount their uh, beating. And Nebraska was what five and seven that year? Uh, probably like three and eight. That yeah, was but they, yeah, yeah. Oh if they God, kicked five more field goals, they would have been ten and two. So, uh, fucking look, they're fuck you, <laughs> <laughs> Nebraska, Michigan State. That's all I got to say. I don't have to explain it. Just say the names and people. My agree argument is fuck you. <laughs> That actually, I like that argument. That argument, in my opinion, <laughs> under, underrated, <laughs> underrated part of an argument is the old fuck you. Um, yeah, I mean, really that, underrated is when you bring somebody's mom into it. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking. GBR Farm says, do two sh- shitty teams make a great game because it's close? Uh, potentially. I mean, look, if you if if you tell me that this is going to be a one possession game, which history is telling me. Then I, I get a little more intrigued. I get a little more intrigued. All right, but yes, it's on a Saturday. D- am I going to be? I thought he. I thought he overstepped a little bit. I thought. I thought. Thought this probably gets played sixteen, seventeen, Look, eighteen, maybe. Yeah. We got the number twenty-four versus the number thirty-four team in the country on the uh, talent composite rankings. Twenty-four-seven. Oh, these talent composite. Look, rankings. two top thirty-five teams. We're Where, not. Where's Miami on that talent composite? Yeah, where's Texas? Ranking? Top ten. Oh, let, let me check the other uh, teams on the talent composite. Oh, who's number look, one? Look. Oh, it's Alabama. Who's number two? It's Georgia. Who's number three? It's Ohio State. Who's number five? It's Clemson. That's you might have seen some of these teams in the national championship winning them recently. The national championship. I guess jaded. these people have an idea of what they're you talking about. You know who about. I didn't no. see was Michigan State, Nebraska. <laughs> well, I saw Nebraska, but it was a long time ago. I hate you yeah. both. Look, <laughs> fuck you. I want to watch it. Okay, there we go. Nebraska, Michigan State, uh, and then we're gonna shift over right here. To uh to side B here, so hang on for a second.